Hello, Columba friends. Surveys that measure how Americans are feeling tell us that 2020 was one of the most worrisome years on record. A recent poll shows 62% of Americans feel more anxious than they did a year ago, an increase of more than 20 points from the previous year. Fears about health and safety prompted by the pandemic lead the list of issues making us anxious, with concerns about racial injustice, political discord, and violence also adding to our stress. And even when such widely shared anxieties don't burden us, a universe of personal worries within can cloud our outlook and deplete our sense of well-being. I know because I've been a worrier most of my life, often apt to dwell on potential problems or challenges at times when there's nothing I can do about them, and indeed when evidence about them is lacking. People of faith have wrestled with anxiety for thousands of years, so it's no surprise that reassuring words from God, such as, fear not, and do not be afraid, recur frequently in the Bible. Jesus ministered among people who surely had much to be anxious about, and yet in each of the Gospels, he encourages his followers not to worry. He talks about worry in the Sermon on the Mount, which a group in our parish has been discussing recently. Jesus says, Do not worry about your life. Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your span of life? Therefore, do not worry, saying, What will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear? But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So do not worry about tomorrow but tomorrow will bring worries of its own. Our group agreed that while comforting, this is not an easy teaching to live by in our anxious world. Most of us may not worry from day to day about having adequate food, clothing, and shelter, yet many in our city do. Life brings challenges that can be hard for us or our loved ones to face, and it seems natural for such concerns to weigh on our hearts. Dismissing them and simply trusting in the goodness of God to set things right can seem naive. But in telling us not to worry, Jesus is not saying, relax, there's no cause for concern. He's inviting us to face life's challenges as vulnerable children of God who strive together to bring about God's kingdom of compassion and justice. We need to trust in our Creator God just as all things in nature do. Jesus says, and break free from a cycle of worry for its own sake that can choke our spirits while not resolving our concerns. That type of worrying supplants faith, Jesus seems to suggest. He offers to his disciples and to us a vision of what it means to grow towards God in faith. God's household is a realm of shared needs and resources, imbued with the values of love, generosity, and forgiveness. Living as God's beloved doesn't shield us from the dangers, setbacks, and injustices of the world, but it allows us to face them as people blessed to live in relationship to God and one another, called to respond with empathy to the needs of those around us. Jesus' sermon does not promise a worry-free life but it invites us to see ourselves as part of an interdependent community 
in which no one worries alone. In this community, treasure is found in relationships, not wealth. Power derives from humility, not pride. And we flourish not by conforming to the values of our culture, but by following Jesus. I look forward to worrying less and to continuing to grow in faith with you as we learn and practice what it means to be Jesus' disciples. And thanks be to God.